What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Father and Son, a basketball podcast. I am your co-host, Paul Shepard. With me, my 12-year-old son, Luke. Hello. We're back to talk hoops, specifically NBA, as Luke, uh, NBA expert, will break it down. Me, I'm just a lowly uh, ex-sports writer. Uh, sitting here uh, listening to his superb analysis. And I think we need to start, Luke, with the latest trade rumors. The Lakers offering um, everybody on the franchise. uh, Except LeBron. Including Magic for Anthony Davis. Uh, No, I'm kidding. But they're offering like seven guys now. Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon. All those future guys. Yep, all their young players, two first-round draft picks, and then a lot of the the one-year guys. Yep, Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley, Rajon. Yep. Just for Anthony Davis, and you gotta think this is gonna put. Oh no, no, it's not just for Anthony Davis. They also get Solomon Hill. So. Oh, that's amazing. Solomon Hill. I mean, former Pacers pick. Never really panned out. Took the one of the worst salaries uh, in the NBA currently, and he got a he got a nice me. deal yeah. from the Pelicans the year that yeah, everybody really was nice paying deal. ridiculous money. Yeah, that's what everybody. Very, you know, average, average level, mid level players, if you will. I remember Bismack Biombo had like one really good playoff run with the Raptors, and then he. Got signed to like a seventeen million dollar deal or something. Yeah, I believe I want to say that uh, Solo's. It's like fifty million. Yeah, it was like fifty four million. Fifty, yeah, fifteen million a year. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a lot, but but he, so that's that's the latest trade rumor is is the Lakers um, offering all of those players as well as a handful of picks for uh, Anthony Davis and um, uh, Solomon Hill. So, what are your thoughts on that 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 offer? Um. I think the Lakers are making a dumb decision because I feel like Kyle Kuzma could be on Anthony Davis's level possibly in the future years, and then Lonzo Ball can be a possible. Wait, decent. wait, wait, wait! You think Kuzma can be an impact player like Anthony Davis is? Anthony Maybe Davis not is not as good as Anthony Davis, but he's definitely he can definitely he be a can player. impact the, the game at both ends of the floor. Yes, and not that Kuzma's not a good yeah. defensive player at, at you know at his position, but. Because obviously he's you know listed as a four, but I feel like he can. I feel like he's a three, but he plays four. You know, with LeBron and Brandon Ingram, he's kind of been moved to that four position. But I feel like him playing the three would be a lot better for the Lakers. And um, so, do you think this deal gets done? I really don't know. There's, the Lakers have been super desperate for Anthony Davis. And if this trade goes through, I think the Pelicans are going to be laughing their butts off in a couple of years. So I guess that begs the question, who will the Lakers, you know, how are they going to fill out that roster now? And I assume they're going to maybe take Mellow. Uh, tryouts. I, you know, open, open, try, open gym tryouts in, at, at Staples Arena. I don't know. What's, what's the plan there? They might bring in like Mellow. You know, off free agency, <laughs> probably the best free agent you know so far. But well, that would be interesting. To me, well, to me, Melo isn't that good of an impact. Like, I feel like he impacts the team, 
but not in a good way. I feel like the Thunder could have been, like, the third seed last year, but when they traded for Melo, I was like, they're going to drop down, like, the fourth or fifth seed. And they turned out to be the fourth seed, barely, and then lost to the Jazz in the first round. Mm-hmm. So I think it was definitely Melo, and then Melo went to the Rockets, mm-hmm. barely played, impacted the team in a bad way. They traded him. He was on the Hawks at one point, wasn't he? And then he got dropped, and then he got signed by the Rockets. And then I think he, yeah, then he just got traded to the Bulls, and then the Bulls said they didn't plan on playing him. They were just trying to release salary mm-hmm. and then dump him so they could just gain a lot of salary. So a couple of other teams that, that have – you mentioned Melo, and, and we can talk a little bit about maybe trades and free agents here in a minute, but I did want to – back to Anthony Davis, a couple of other teams have – now emerged as teams that he might be willing to sign long yeah, term with. Because he's in free agency next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said he'd, uh, today, he said that uh, the day we're uh, recording on February 4th. Yep. Um, he said that he'd be willing to sign a long term deal with like the Bucks, the Clippers, mm-hmm. and the Knicks, and um, the Lakers. Obviously, most of those teams are big markets. I mean, Milwaukee isn't a big market, but they're a good team. So, obviously, he's going to want to go there. He and then, Giannis together. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's going to be deadly already since they're already the first seed. Um, they're, they're already dangerous, and adding Anthony Davis is just going to make it. The Clippers, though, I don't get – I'm not sure. Well, they've been LA. a really surprising team. Yeah. Um, this – Center, he was a backup last year. Montrez Harrell always had, like, a really good year this year. Tobias Harris has been really good. You know, they have that Bo Vaughn, 7-4 guy. And they've just been really surprising. Like, the eighth seed, they were the first seed at one point earlier this year, mm-hmm. um, about 30 games in. So the Clippers have been a surprise team, and obviously they're in L.A., so he's going right. to want you know, go to a big market, L.A., which, whichever L.A., he doesn't care, New York. And then Milwaukee, but Milwaukee's just a good team. And so I think New York. To to I, I I have to believe the Knicks were were so quick to move on from Porzingis that you have to think that there's there's a little side door deal already in the works with maybe KD or another uh, one of these yeah, there's premier impending free agents. The Knicks are looking to have one of the greatest off seasons ever. This this coming one because a lot of you know, big name free agents are looking to go into big markets. Like Kyrie said, he was trying to sign with the re- he was trying to re-sign with the Celtics this year, but he hasn't done it yet. And the trade deadline, the contract extension line, is less than a month away. So it's possible that he can not re-sign until maybe the off season. And you know, obviously, wanting to go to a big market, a lot of players are trying to go to New York. They want to build up kind of a super team there. KD is a possibility, obviously, Anthony Davis. You know, LeBron's always trying to build up a super team, but then a lot of players that said they were going to go didn't end up going. And then well, and LeBron had that comment earlier this season to Wade on the court. Yeah. He said something about if we didn't do it here, it would have been in New York. And a lot of people – and he tried to play that off as meaning something else, but I don't know. I think that yeah. he – I think it was going to be the Knicks or the Lakers looking yeah. back. And the Knicks, obviously, are going to have a high pick. This year. Which they probably, well. Well, they might fall. Um, This draft class is pretty good with a lot of young guards. 
with Romeo Langford, Cameron Reddish, R.J. Barrett, and a lot of decent forwards with some good centers. It's just a really balanced draft, and there's a lot of good picks they can go with. Like, so who's who's the rookie that they have right now? Is Kevin Knox. Knox, right? So they've got Knox. Now they have Dennis Smith Jr. after the trade with Dallas for yeah. Luka Doncic, and um, and they have DeAndre Jordan, who they're awesome. Or, they're, DeAndre Jordan and NS Cantor, I think they're both going to get bought out this offseason. So I think there's going to be a lot of salary cap in that on that team because they did trade one of their big contracts, Court, uh, Courtney Lee. Is that mm-hmm. Court? Yeah. Uh, he. Um, well, the Knicks already gave up a lot of players. Well, they gave up a lot of players, the, but then. The, for, in the Porzingis deal. Well, they also gave up a lot of players with bad cap. And players that weren't making good impact. So there are some players that are already on expiring deals. DeAndre Jordan's definitely going to get bought out. Uh-huh. But NS Cantor, I'm not really sure. NS Cantor looks like he's work. He's playing really well in New York, and he wants to kind of stay there. So the Knicks may buy him out. The Knicks may not. Um, you know, anything can happen with the Knicks. They're pretty interesting yeah, franchise, I would say. It well, was. That trade, that whole, the way that whole thing went down was was well. There's there's gonna be. I, I'd love to get the backstory on that, and maybe yeah, in five years we will. Because the Knicks, are, you know, with Porzingis having his injury, a lot of fans are hoping. Hopefully, he won't lose his relationship with the Knicks because you know, being so far away and being you know injured, you can't really communicate with all the players like you could. So now I guess he just couldn't. He couldn't handle it anymore. Like a lot of players can't. And they decided that they went to just move on. And so Porzingis wanted to move on. And I think when I found that article, an hour later, he was traded. So there was... De- yeah, I mean... That- yeah, because a lot of teams were already bringing the phone. Because right when... Because mm-hmm. Mark Cuban announced, like, right when he saw that Porzingis thing, he was already calling... He was already dialing the next number. Because he wanted, Paul which again is interesting that he would that he would go out and publicly state that when, what what, what strikes me as a, a really compelling angle of this trade is that the, the night before, who played? The Knicks and the Mavericks. Oh, the Knicks and the Mavericks. Well, and there's there's footage of before the game where Porzingis is like, yeah, they're talking, talking to him. He and, and Doncic are talking to each other, and then they kind of laugh, and then they point, you know, and they give each other dap, whatever, and they walk away. That could just be two buddies talking, laughing, having a good, you know, conversation. But that could also be, hey, see you tomorrow, ha ha ha. Yeah. Wink, wink, nod, nod, and 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 the only reason that I that it even gave me pause is that there's Porzingis' social media where he yeah like I remember just tweets out or or instas or whatever he does he you know Facebook Snap Face whatever he where he put out that video of that interaction on the court with a little like side smile and a couple of the eyeball emojis oh yeah which. Just makes one wonder. Was this trade? Was it already orchestrated before that game? Even it, it's definitely possible. Mm-hmm. It is definitely possible. Well, Smith was unhappy in Dallas, so they were looking to move him. Yeah, so. because of uh, Doncic mm-hmm. taking his place. So the Mavericks. I don't know that that the uniform this, will play this year, I don't but think it, this makes them better right now. 
because the Knicks made a positive by you know trading an injured player, but they bring in some players that they can use right now. But honestly, I feel like DeAndre Jordan, they, they're going to try to move before the deadline, possibly. I don't think they plan to use DeAndre Jordan in their future, like in their future plans. But Dennis Smith, I definitely think is a possibility. But or a trade bait. I don't think I don't think they're gonna trade Dennis Smith. I have. If they want to try to make a deal for Davis, I feel if they want to make. It a would deal have for to Davis, be him and Knox and draft picks. DeAndre, they're gonna have to throw in DeAndre with that as well. DeAndre Knox, Dennis. Yeah, but isn't DeAndre Frank. an expiring contract? Or no, he's not, is he? DeAndre, he just yeah, he's a free agent. Oh, is he? Uh, I think he just signed as a free agent. Yeah, but I think he signed a one-year deal. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Um, yeah. Well, Um, either way, the Mavs, it's, you know, they they have an intriguing future and it'll be interesting. And then, you know, you look at other trade possibilities and you talk about um, injuries, you know, with, with, um, you know, is is Porzingis going to come back this year? But another team that decimated by injury recently is our own hometown team. That's the Pacers. Losing Victor Oladipo, kind of the heart and soul of that team, and 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 obviously their best player. Um, not that they don't have other really good players, but they struggled after they lost Vic, and I think it was. Uh, well, they won the first game with the Raptors, but they. It was a crisis of confidence there for a few games. I think they had to figure themselves out, and, and uh, uh, Bogdanovich had a really good game their, their last game. And they were able to. Yeah, to get Turner away. had a good game before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely guys are stepping it up. But the Pacers, we feel like need to make a move. That we need to make a move for, I think, we're trying to throw in. Tyreek has been decent for this team so far this year on a one-year deal. Tyreek Evans, yeah. But Coming off the bench, but now he's been, well, he, he was he put in the starting lineup, but no. he's not been starting. He, he injured himself, and it's been a couple of different guys. It's been Edmund Sumner. Who's a very young player and, and still Corey finding his way, and then Corey Joseph, who's really more of a, a two way guard. And uh, I think the Pacers need they need a, a shooter right they now. Need, they, I don't think they need a shooter. I think they need a athletic shooting guard. If if McDermott could come through a little bit more and, well, and, he's and had some more opportunities, um, I think then okay, <laughs> uh, then that would explain why I haven't seen him much recently. Yeah. Um, but I you know I do think that they're, they. That's where they've been hurt the, the last few games. So you, you th- throw that in with Vic being out, and um, that. But that's a team that could could do something. They have they have some young players that they could play. They've got Aaron Holiday, who's a rookie point guard. They've got T.J. Leaf, first round draft pick last year, and then Sumner, who's who was lighting it up in the D League, and and those G are all young or the G League now. That's right. And those are all young players who really aren't getting any any run right now, or getting very little. Uh, so you know, if this if there ever a year the Pacers were to um, to experiment and, and give those young guys some opportunity, and Greg Doyle of the Indy Star, the columnist with the Indy Star, noted this uh, in his column recently, it would be to, to, to you know now's the time to do that. Yeah, the Pacers. I think we need to make a move for an athletic scoring shooting guard, and there are some players that come to mind because we obviously can't go for like a young developing star. And we can't go for somebody that's already a near star unless we throw in some key pieces, mm-hmm. which is possible. But honestly, I think we go for some solid role players that are looked as underrated. 
There was one player that comes to mind immediately, which is Gary Harris. Um, I don't know how many points he's averaging this year, but I know he always gets you 16-plus points a year. And he's, yeah, and he's a good scorer, good with, shooter. With the Nuggets? Yeah. You think the Nuggets are going to get rid of Gary Harris? They're in first place right now in the West, tied with Golden State, yeah, who's yeah, the best yeah. team ever. And somehow Denver is still in first place, yet nobody is talking about the Nuggets. Gary Harris is a nice player. He's not going anywhere, but I'd love to see the Pacers get Gary Harris. He's a local kid. He played at Hamilton Southeastern High School. I had the opportunity to interview Gary a couple times in high school. He was a good football player, really good receiver. Caught a game-winning touchdown state championship game. Well, I feel like but even though it is a big part of their team, the thing is not right now. Gary Harris, when you look at their team, Gary Harris is averaging 50 points right now, mm-hmm. being underused. They have Nikola Jokic, Will Barton. Joker's great. Yeah. Jamal Murray, mm. that's been their main guard. Michael Porter is still injured, but he'll come back. And then they have Paul Millsap, Trey Lyles, Tyler Lydon. They have a lot of players. Molly Beasley's been playing yeah. decent. They I, have a lot of players, and they have a lot of guards. They have Isaiah Thomas is still trying to recover. Oh, if, yeah. I forgot all about it. Isaiah Thomas. What are you talking about? I mean, one of the top scorers in the league, and now he's just MIA. Yep. Wow. Okay, what else do we want to talk about? Oh, so here's an interesting little factoid that I heard today. Um, the Nets, the Nets have really come yeah. on this season, and, they, and they've done it without Karis LeVert, who had that horrible-looking injury. It's not that season. bad, though. He's it's coming back. Dis- it's only a dislocated ankle. Yeah, he's coming back. He's, he's getting ready to do five-on-fives, and they expect him back in the lineup before the All-Star break. Yeah. Karis LeVert, it was a dislocated ankle, but hey, look out he's Brooklyn, had a speed they, recovery, yeah. He's had a speed recovery. They can make some noise in the East. And the Pacers, you know, they have potential to have a free fall. So you know there are some teams that, that are right there in that, you know, 9-10, spot looking to move up and, and potentially uh, <laughs> They'll you know, all have, like, losing in. records. Yeah. A lot of them do, like mm-hmm. Charlotte, specifically. Yeah. They're, like, the AC right now. I don't even think they have a problem. Now, okay, now, there's a team with a player that I, I would like to see. The, if the Pacers are going to make that, a, he's a gonna big He's going to be impossible splash. to get. No, he's impossible to get. Like, He's very, he's basically. Kimba Walker. He's basically untouchable. You think so? Charlotte's not going to give him up, and Walker doesn't want to play for another team. He wants to stay in Charlotte. He loves Charlotte. Yes. No. Miles Turner for Kimba Walker, straight up. No. You wouldn't. You wouldn't make that deal. No. You wouldn't trade Miles Turner for Kimba Walker right now. I would as a Pacer fan. I wouldn't as a Charlotte's GM. No. Kemba mm. Walker is a sensational player. Yeah. Kemba right. Walker. I wouldn't either if I was Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible And I trip. love Miles. I love yeah. Miles. And I like the ponytail, too. Uh, Miles is a great impact defensive player. I I think what what we're seeing, I don't know that we're going to get much more than that from him statistically. I think he's a 14-7 and seven kind of guy. But a 14-7-3 and three with those three being three blocks. And and that's where he's really makes the impact for the Pacers. And, you know, I think that coming out of his rookie year and into his second year, even, I think a lot of people thought, okay, this is a guy who's going to average, you know, 18, 20, 22 points a game. And we just haven't seen that. No. He did just sign a high deal with the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a nice contract for both sides, I think. It's, it's, it's manageable I mean, from the Pacers side. And uh, It's a good contract for Turner. I'm not sure about the Pacers. It just depends if Turner can make that big slash one year. If yeah. he can get that 18 and 10 mm-hmm. 
and three blocks a year. There were if we can get that, then that's perfect. Then that, that contract worth it. Because what is it, like a 20 mil contract? I mean, a 20 mil contract has got to be worth it. Because I remember two years ago, Victor Oladipo was uh, signed, re-signed with the Thunder on a four-year, $21 million right. dollar deal. Which everybody thought at the time was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, was overpaid because he was he was average. Yeah, he's, like a, he's a bargain. Yeah, 100%. Even, in, even injured. And... and uh, you know, the so only reason that I think left. Miles is somewhat expendable for the Pacers, Miles Turner, is because of Domas Sabonis and the way that he has emerged and, and is really a terrific player. And if you haven't seen much of Sabonis, uh, j- just really uh, fun to watch his effort and his hustle. And, Watching Pacer games, yeah. if you haven't seen Sabonis. Um, all right. Luke, anything else that you want to cover? Uh, DeMarcus Cousins come back. Yeah, Golden State. Yay. Golden State being successful. Yeah. Okay. What else? Um, <laughs> it's like yay Patriots. Way to go. Yeah. Okay. Um. We're kidding. How about your season? Your basketball season right now. Oh. Um. The havoc. Oh, don't even. We're uh, middle school, seventh uh, eighth grade. Luke seventh grader. Um, uh, shooting guard uh, slash small forward for the team typically. Um, drop some dimes for us, but how's it, how's the season going so far? Undefeated. We're four and so far. We just got our game canceled, but we are playing Wednesday. And, uh, <laughs> and Luke is sitting here with a wrap on his wrist from a, uh, uh, an injury sustained playing volleyball today during basketball season. So we'll see if he can play Wednesday. Uh, but yeah. And, and your head coach again for the havoc. Ha ha ha. All right. All right, well, I think on that note, this is a good time to end uh, yet another successful, uh, I think, episode of Father and Son. And so, uh, Luke, you take it away. What do you want to say? Um, thanks for listening to Father and Son. There you go. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll check in with you next time.